My great-grandfather Jesse Strange was born a slave and freed in his 20s. His 12 children were born free and referred to as the first freeborn generation. In this podcast series, I interview Jesse Strange's descendants in order to document our stories. This is Strange Family Folklore. I had the honor to talk with my 93-year-old uncle, Floyd Strange Jr., son of Floyd and Beatrice Strange, and my mother's oldest brother. Thank you so much, Uncle Floyd, for joining me tonight. Yes. I've been interviewing descendants of your grandfather, Jesse Strange, just trying to record our family history. What can you tell me about your father and growing up? In Cascade. He was a wonderful man. He was a nice fellow. Never heard him say a curse word or nothing like that in my whole life. That's really strong character because I think back then they had more to cuss about than we do now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, the rest of them did, but he didn't. <laughs> yeah, he didn't. Well, what's a good story that you remember about your father or spending time there? Well, we worked, we worked all the time. Doing what? Working in tobacco, corn, everything. On the farm, you had everything. I had to milk cows. We had to feed the pigs, feed the dog. We had a lot of work. It was a lot of work. And there was a time that there wasn't nothing to do. <laughs> if the wind blowed or something, we'd go back over here on this side of the pine. Nobody ain't that much wind over there. We'd go ahead and cut, wood, cut pine. <laughs> it was always work to do on the farm. But I said, if I ever get over to give me a job, I'm getting out of the farm. <laughs> when you were growing up, you worked on the farm. But as a young man, did you leave farming behind? Did you stop farming? When Linda started in college, I worked farm for a couple of years. Linda Strange Dillard was Uncle Floyd and Aunt Olivia's oldest of three daughters. Working in the mill, he was a supervisor down here, a little farm out there. Oh, it wasn't that far away from me. A couple acres of the back, and I tend that for a couple of years. Mother and dad of them hoping done that for a couple of years when she was in college. Worked third shift in the mill and worked all day on the farm. Seven, mm-hmm. eight, nine o'clock, lay down in the floor a couple of hours and get up and go to work. So most of your adult life, you were working in the mill third shift and then farming during the day? Yeah, right. Now, did you ever go into the military? No, I didn't. I got married. At that time, when I got my question is, I was married. I had a family. So got a guy that got me off. I didn't have to go. At that time, you had a family, a wife and a kid or whatever, you get deferred. Do you remember what year that was? No. I expect it's been 70 years ago along. Probably been 70 years ago along. Yeah. When you were in your 20s? I reckon I got 20. I don't know. <laughs> now, in addition to farming, were you also a hunter? I wasn't much of a hunter. I used to go out there with them. Used to go with daddy. Daddy would go squirrel hunting. Go out there with him in the woods in the mornings before daylight. I used to try to hunt a little bit. We went out there one day, me and my uncle and dad and all of us. The uncle in question was Daniel Strange, third child of Jesse and Lucy Strange. Coming up a hill, the dog had jumped a rabbit. When the rabbit jumped over the hill, the dog was right in behind him. And I killed him. Mr. Rabbit and killed the dog. He cried about that thing. It hurted him. He had just killed me for hunting. So that was Uncle Daniel's dog? Mm-hmm. I didn't kill much for hunting. Anymore. Your mother, Mama B, she loved fishing. Yeah, I just go with her down the creek fishing, and we'd walk to the creek. On your property? 
We walked down on her daddy's creek. Yeah, we go down, cross the road from where the church was there, on down, back down the hill, down to the creek down there. We'd walk down there. When it come a good rain, more creek got muddy. We walked down about 30 minutes. Now, you were walking down there. That means you had to carry whatever you Yeah, you didn't get about a fishing pole. Or you might not get that. You might just cut your pole off the creek down there and put your fishing line on it and a fish hook and throw it over in the water. Wait a minute. You were cutting a tree branch? Just get your tree branch. Get you something one too big, you know. Just cut you one and throw you a line of fish hook on it and throw it over in the water. You didn't buy none at that time. You couldn't afford no fishing pole. Well, like it is now. Because people have fancy, expensive fishing poles now. Oh, yeah. So what type of fish would you guys catch? Well, I reckon you'd call them flounders, I guess. Little white fish like your hand. Some not catfish. Some of them, they call them butterfish. Fish by white as your hand. They call them butterfish. How old were you when you left home and got married? Probably about 18, I imagine. Did you ever work outside of Cascade or outside Virginia as a young man? No, I didn't do very much. I worked sawmill one day. Tried everything with it. I couldn't work at sawmill. <laughs> what was wrong with the sawmill? It's just something I couldn't learn. Some people worked all their life sawmill. I couldn't work sawmill. You just didn't like the conditions? We used to cut logs. We used to cut wood in Uncle Dale. Uncle Daniel's nickname was Uncle Down. We'd take cross-cut saw. Saw a tree down, cut it up. They used to kill hogs. Just like November, December. December get cold. After Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. me and my dad and Uncle Down went out there and killed hogs for different people. Did you work in a slaughterhouse? No, this wasn't a slaughterhouse. Just make a place out there, put a tub out there and put a fire under your water and get your water boiling hot. Go out there and kill two or three hogs and bring them back and skin them. You get the hell from them, gut them, kill them back to the people. Did you ever make sausage or you just slaughtered the hog? Well, at that time, it would be so much of the meat for sausage. And they'd take it somewhere and get it ground up. Some of them had sausage meal ground, and they'd grind it themselves, do it in the way you wanted it. You'd cut it up, get your tunnel along, your hams, your shoulders, fat back, tunnel along, so you get all that off of it. Then you'd cut it up, salt it, put it in a meat box, put salt on it, salt it down. What's a meat box? Well, just the thing that they had scrap box so big that they'd put the meat in like that when you salt it down. You had to salt it lay down for six, eight weeks. And they'd take it up and get that salt and stuff off of it. And they'd put wood in a tub, pop the wood in a tub, and they'd smoke. They'd call it hickory smoke. They'd let it smoke for so many days. And they'd clean it up, put it in a bag or something. Now, Uncle Floyd, I heard you tell a story about the first time you went to the movies. Can you share that with us? <laughs> yeah. I've never been to a movie. When the movie come on, the guy started. They pulled that gun out and I made sure that if he could shoot me, I jumped up and run. <laughs> I had to grab me. <laughs> I made sure the dude was going to shoot me. I didn't know. I had never been to a movie. I about no movie. When he come out with them, Westerns come out with that gun, I had to go. <laughs> about how old were you when that happened? I don't know. Probably eight, ten years old, 12 maybe. Not over there. Just a kid, you know. They come up with that gun. I had to get to getting it. <laughs> yes, sir. And what else do you remember from your childhood that just stands out that you laugh at now? When a kid, you know, we couldn't do it, didn't do it for summer, devil. You got to whoop it. They won't like kids now. <laughs> they got them britches. You try to stay out from all that. <laughs> they don't like the kids nowadays. 
Expressions like whooping and gotten them britches mean corporal punishment, which some people call spankings, but somehow spankings sounds too benign. Growing up, you just worked on the farm and went to school? Well, we got out there and made wagons, made toys to play, made our toys to play with, you know. You had to make your toys. If you played with some, we'd get out there and build a little wagon, put a stern wheel on, have it where you could get in that thing and go down the hill, drive it, put brakes on it. You built a wagon with brakes. We done all that stuff. You fix from fixes where you fix some brakes on. I wouldn't have an idea near how I did it, but I remember all that. That's we'd, different. We'd just take wood. All everything was made out of wood. Saw your blocks off, make your wheels, bow hole in them, run an axle across through it. We could take a wagon, maybe go might go a mile to some of our buddies out of They had hills. We'd go out there and we'd take our wagon and go down them hills. That was the only fun you had then. See, chaps get anything they want now. Chaps is another word for kids. You couldn't afford to buy nothing. That means Christmas was celebrated very differently when you were it growing was, it up. It was, it was, it was. A lot of different. I remember when I seen Santa Claus, that just killed Christmas. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> I, I made sure they had a food. They had your food. Chapter, we don't food chap no more. We thought it was Santa Claus. <laughs> I stayed woke. I said, I'm going to see Santa Claus this week. And I stayed woke. They didn't know I woke, but I woke. Coming in and put stuff in there, that just killed. It killed everything. I said, I'm sorry, I seen Santa Claus. <laughs> Who did you see? I didn't let him know it. I didn't let him know it. I'd have got a whoop. Who did you see, though? Daddy. Do you remember how old you were? I don't know. That was Jeff. Did you tell your other I told, yeah, brothers? Yeah, I told That just killed Santa Claus. I killed Christmas. Yeah, I, said, I wish I had never seen Santa Claus. <laughs> so you saw Santa Claus one Christmas, and you told your younger brothers. Oh, yeah, I just killed Christmas. Kids know who Santa Claus is. Now you don't fool kids no more. Some still believe. Most of them nowadays, you don't fool. No, most of them, you don't fool. What would you get as a child back then for Christmas? A little toy or some fireworks or candy, apple, and orange. Didn't get no whole lot. They couldn't afford a whole lot. I tell you, Santa Claus might not come this time. He broke his leg. And <laughs> that just killed us. <laughs> oh, man, that was worth the damn thing. Santa Claus will come. <laughs> Some of the younger kids these days think well, that Santa Claus. They all of uh, you know, it just tell us all, you know. Might not get much Santa Claus this time. <laughs> Things are tough, you know. You couldn't get much. None. Few clothes, water past shoes. When March come. Hurt was March first day you wouldn't have put it. Shoot, I'd be gonna kick the toes out of mine. <laughs> I'd have to go barefoot. We went barefoot a whole lot, you know. You couldn't put another pair of shoes. Did you grow up with two pairs of shoes, like your regular shoes and your Sunday shoes? Oh yeah, you had regular shoes. That shoes where you walked to school and then you had your dress shoes. Dad started buying me steel toe shoes. I kicked the toe out of mine. You kicked the toe out of your steel toe I, shoes. Uh, everyday shoes. Oh, okay. Then they started getting steel toe shoes. You didn't kick the toe out of them. Okay. I was a kicking thing. Wait, why were you kicking things? I don't know, chap. <laughs> didn't have nothing else to do. <laughs> you did a lot to stay out of trouble. Climb trees, we'd do all that stuff. Tell your clothes. You told your britches, you had to tell them how you done it. You didn't have no business climbing that tree. Get your butt whooped. <laughs> now, who would spank you more? Mama B or Papa? Mother will spank you the less. When Daddy whoop your butt, you got a butt whooping. 
<laughs> he worked with you. His mother would say, go out there and get a switch. You go out there and get someone walking there. But daddy go, hey, when he got a switch, he got a switch. See, when I was growing up, Mama B was the only one who would spank me, not Papa. When he promised you a woman, you got a woman. Might be two or three days, but he didn't forget. <laughs> what would you get in trouble for? Everything. Sometimes we'd go out there and get in the watermelon patch. We'd go out there. He could tell you what you didn't pull one. Get a watermelon. Anything. Maybe out there and might go off sleep and go out there and graze the cow. Cow got away. Well, then you had to be responsible for it. So you'd have to go out there sometimes sit and graze the cows. And they had a place where you had grass and everything. It was always something to do. How old were you when you guys got a tractor? We had mules. Might have been about 1950. Because he bought it. it was a 1950 tractor. With a brand new tractor. So that cut out a lot of the mule work. You can do all your farm with the tractor. Just use the mule to lay off your land, uh, plow your tobacco, different stuff. Now, did you ever ride horses when you were younger? Yeah, I would ride the mule. We'd ride the mule to work or ride the mule from work, just like we'd be out doing tobacco. Maybe leave your plow out there in the field and get on the mule and ride the mule home. Get him some water, get him to the house and give him something to eat while you was eating. Take a half off soap for dinner. Go out and get him, hook him back up, and go back out to work again. Then we had to work tobacco, plow tobacco out with the mule and work the tobacco with the hoe. But now they don't do that no more. You plant the tobacco, they work everything with machinery. Everything is easy now. You have to make about three or four grades of tobacco when you sell it. Now all they do when they take it out the barn and they carry it onto the market, one grade, everything. But somebody telling me now, they buy it in the field. They don't carry it to the market no more. That's what they're telling me now. I'm not sure. Do you remember the first time you drove a car? Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm sure I do. Daddy had a 29A Marlboro. That's what I learned how to drive on. On a what? 29A Model Ford. A Model Ford. Okay. They come out with T-Model. I don't know if that on the T-Model or not. Now, was that the type of car that you had to crank in the front? You turn it and crank it with a crank in the front. Wow. I've driven a car that had a clutch. But never. Yeah, right, right, right. No, all of them was way gone when you saw it drive. How old were you when you bought your first car? You know, I, I just remember trying to think of the first car that I bought. I can't even think now. Was this before or after you got married? Do you remember that? I had a car when I got married. Some kind, but I just remember. I can't think. I had worked in the mill for a while. I went to work in the mill when I got 16, I believe. I was still at home, you know, when I was working. I just remember when coming home for family reunions, a lot of the guys in the family were always proud of their cars. Yeah. Yeah, I can't even think of what the first car was that I owned. I can't even think. Been so long. Well, if it comes back to you, let me know. Okay. Yeah, it's been so long, I can't even think. And I want so many of them. <laughs> right? When you first started driving, people didn't need driver's licenses, did they? Didn't have to have no license. Didn't have to buy tags for a car. When you bought a car with the tags on, you run them until they run out. What do you mean your tags run out? When the tags run out, if you bought them in May, they went for a year. Okay. When That's that, about the same. Was, if you still had that car, you had to put tags on. But you didn't buy no insurance cars then. You just bought the car and drove it. How did you meet Aunt Olivia? Did you well, go to school together? No, we didn't go to school together. Another section of town it's called Logtown. We used to travel up in there a lot. We got to seeing each other, got to liking each other. So that was it. <laughs> that sounds real vague, Uncle Floyd. Y'all didn't meet at a dance? A relative didn't introduce y'all? I just remember how we met now, really. She went to high school. 
and eating, eating off the line. Stay went on over there. Come home on every weekend. I'd go right away sometime, run up on over there. So you two didn't go to school together? No. I was in Pennsylvania, Kevin, and she was in India, Kevin. Okay. And you didn't meet at church? No. I can't think how we really did meet, to say it's true. See, I'm surprised because back in your day, I thought people only met through school, church, or maybe some high school dance or something like that. Yeah, I can't even think how we really did meet. It was a place up there. I used to go up there and drink liquor, buy me some whiskey, call it Log Town. There was no drinking age when you were a teenager. Drink any time you wanted to. No, they didn't have no certain drinking age. I'm just surprised because you guys didn't have like internet to do internet dating or clubs didn't have, to go didn't have to. Not to do nothing with, no, you didn't. You didn't work on the farm with her? No, with her? No, no. But you stayed married to her for many, many years. Yeah, close to 50 years. And then you had three girls, like your younger yeah. sister, my mother, three daughters. Yeah, right. Lena, Gil, Carol. Well, Uncle Floyd, I appreciate you talking with me tonight. Yeah, I appreciate talking with you. I look forward to talking to you some more if you think of more things that you'd like to share with me. All right. Throughout the conversation between Uncle Floyd and me, his youngest daughter, Carolyn Strange-Bell, was listening. Of course, she had something to add. Okay, tell me. All right. My father should have shared with you how feisty my mother was. Because he was handsome, he was running around. And so she was pregnant with me, I think. All of a sudden, they heard he in the house, and everybody else was in the house. and. They heard this noise. They went outside. My mother had bust all the windows out of his car. She had gotten mad. Well, obviously it was resolved peacefully because you were born. Right. It was resolved peacefully. (laughs) They remained married. (laughs) They remained married. I have a mark, a birthmark on my leg. They said because it was a black snake because my mama was mean as a black snake. (laughs) (laughs) When she get mad. There's a stripe on my leg. It used to be. They used to say it was a birthmark, like a black snake. Like a black snake supposed to be me, but I'm not sure. Thank you so much. All right. It's all good.